Welcome to the Safe and Effective Podcast, a show that dives deep into the world of medical human factors and user experience. I'm your host, Heidi Merzad. Are you passionate about making a difference in the medical field? Curious about the science behind designing usable, safe, and effective medical devices? Look no further. Every episode, we bring you exclusive interviews with experts from industry, academia, and government as they share their insights and experiences in the rapidly evolving world of medical human factors. From case studies to regulatory updates, we've got you covered. Stay ahead of the curve and learn valuable lessons that make a real impact on patient quality of life and user experience. Whether you're an industry expert or a novice looking to expand your knowledge, Safe and Effective, the Medical Human Factors podcast is for you. Join us as we explore the world of human factors and its impact on the medical device industry. Subscribe now on your favorite podcast platform. Stay tuned and remember, be safe and effective. Welcome to Human Factors Cast, your weekly podcast for human factors, psychology, and design. Hello, hello, hello. This is Elise Hallett at the HFES Healthcare Symposium, and I have the pleasure of sitting down with Heidi Mirzad, uh, uh, who is the founder of HFUX Research. Heidi, welcome. Oh, thanks for having me on. It's it's so great to have you on, especially because I know that you're going to be starting your own Human Factors podcast, all focused on healthcare, medical devices, and all good things. So um, it's good to you know be able to interview you and kind of get a sneak peek of what we can expect from that. But um, before jumping too far ahead into that, I wanted to take a step back and um, give you the opportunity to just uh, share with the listeners a little bit about yourself, you know, so if you wouldn't mind giving a quick synopsis of, you know, what you're currently doing and then the road that you took to get to that point. Yeah, sure. So I actually started in the financial world and I started in back in the day, we just called it like user, user testing. There was no usability or user experience of which is the user. Um, and I worked on software and, uh, and then about Six years into it, I transitioned into aviation and became a pilot and wanted to be a pilot. Um, and then I discovered human factors during that. And I realized that uh, in my second semester in my graduate program in human factors, I actually got a reading list from a professor that had three books on it that I had read already back in my financial days. Um, so that's when I started to make the connection. It was like, oh, this is bigger than than just, you know, this. And so uh, within that environment, I actually started to become very interested in the medical field. And I became an EMT and I worked at the fire station. I worked the ambulance and uh, I worked in the ER. Um, so I did my clinical rotations and I just started to realize that I wanted to do human factors in the medical environment. Um, that being said, I then uh, worked for companies like Medtronic, Carl Storz, Biotronic, all manufacturers of medical devices. 
And I discovered more and more that I really liked the diversity of projects. Um, so when you work for a manufacturer, you, you can often end up working on one product for a very, very long time because it does take time to get products on the market. And so I wanted more diversity. So I switched over into consulting. I worked in consulting for a little bit. And what I discovered in consulting was that a lot of times clients seem to um, they know what they want, but also the consulting agency sometimes doesn't really look at the whole picture. And I started to realize that there was something that was missing. And I just had this like ambition in my head, like I can start my own place and own company. And I want to look at the holistic, at the bigger picture, at the strategy that you have to apply to have a human factors engineering program succeed. And not just come in and fill off check marks and, and look at how that human factors engineering process can actually benefit the entire development and not just complete these silo pieces of regulatory requirements, right? So that was kind of my my vision. And then, of course, I uh, I wanted a very uh, female-oriented uh, environment that uh, looked at everything a little bit more from a human factor, no pun intended, <laughs> um, and then just focus on the employee as a human and understand that when we work together in an environment where we're supportive of each other and we can actually tell each other where we're struggling and not be punished for it, then we can actually produce quality work that is above standard and can succeed pretty much in any environment. So that's kind of what the ambition was around that. And that's where we're at today with HFUS Research. Um, there's a lot of exciting things that come with it. And um, about, I would say, half a year ago, um, I uh, started to uh, join the Human Factors cast on a couple of episodes. And the more I went through that experience, the more I realized how easy almost it was to get information and the conversation out on topics, right, that are sometimes forgotten or not talked about, or there's too much going on, so it drowns in something else, right? And so that gave Nick and I the idea of like, well, what if we spun something off that is focused on medical human factors? And we talk about the topics that we all want to talk about and be firm to talk about. And we wait an entire year to go to conferences like this one, right? She talk about these subjects. But then during the pause in between the conferences, there, there's no platform to talk, right? There's no community to talk. I mean, and I didn't want to have a podcast where we just, people just come in and we just interview them. And it's just one of those lecture sessions, like webinar kind of things. I wanted to have a community talk, like to have certain topics, right? Like we're going to have like a regulatory roundup. We're going to talk about anything regulatory that is currently hot topics, right? We're going to have hot topics where something has come on the scene and everybody's talking about it, but we don't have a platform, right? Oh, so those are the kinds of things that I've been working to do and I've been wanting to achieve with this podcast, a community where we can exchange ideas and people can join in 
and people can send us their feedback and we can talk about things that people are burning to talk about, right? Whether it's a rookie asking a question about something they just can't find an answer to, or whether it is like an expert has 20 years of experience saying, hey, I did this this way, what do you think, right? So that's the kind of forum I'm looking to develop and, and, and foster and hope the bleed will work out, right? Yeah, no, I love that because I think some of the gems of a conference like this is the community aspect and, you know, the practitioners or, um, you know, embedded researchers who are, are tackling the hard problems coming together. What I found, the presentations are always fantastic. But when you really see the room kind of come to light is when you see the questions at the end or you see the trailing conversations afterwards of, you know, people, you know, talking about these very things. And so I love that idea of of bridging that gap, you know, so so people don't have to wait a whole year to start addressing those burning questions because you're totally right. I mean, consultants, you know, whether you're on the East Coast or the West Coast, probably still struggling with some of the same challenges and um, you know, so giving a forum for that, uh, you know, community, I think is fantastic. Yeah. And being able to continue the conversation, right? Like we're, we're not going to leave here and not have anything platform wise to be able to go somewhere and have like, yeah, we can talk on LinkedIn. We can talk on here. We can all text each other. Right. It's a small community. Everybody knows everybody. Right. But wouldn't it be so fantastic if we had like a like a regulatory, uh, a, a regular uh, space in, in the intervals where we know like, oh, next week we'll talk about this, right? Or people can submit their burning questions. What if there, what if there is one conversation here at the, co- at the conference that is really a hot topic and somebody wants to continue it, right? Now, just come to us, send it in, let us know, right? And then, yeah, we can build an entire like show around it and have that conversation and continue on. And that's exactly what I'm hoping to do with this, where we can finally have this 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 forum of like, I mean, this is going to be insiders and human factors experts are going to know what I mean. But like, we can finally talk about like, what is going on with threshold analysis? And are we going to like, are we going to get anywhere? Like, how are we doing use risk analysis, right? What are you doing? How are you selecting it? And what are we calling it these days, right? Yeah. We change the names again, like... <laughs> A retaining terminology again, like what's going on, you know, like how how new guidance came out in December that is, you know, supposed to be like a supplemental guidance to the original. And it is now being perceived as like the standard and people are like manufacturers or clients are coming to us and be like, oh, well, that tells us we're in category three and that means we do X, Y, Z. I'm like, very enough. This is a supplemental guidance. Yeah. It's supposed to guide you and give you more supplemental information to the original document, right? It's not like a superseding kind of thing. There may be things in there that supersede certain parts, but it's not a replacement of the original guidance. So, um, so those are the, like the things we want to talk about, right? Those topics that burning, you know, that they're going for the community. Like, what are you doing? Or how are you simulating this? You know, and he found, and I think that our community sometimes suffers a little bit from like this, this idea that we all have to work every side. Something we all have to work for ourselves and we're not allowed to share things with each other and stuff like that. And I think. Sure, there are, you know, confidentiality moments and privacy moments, but the the thing that is that is something that we don't have to con- be concerned is methods. Like, how do you approach something? That's 
that's something we can share with each other. We can help each other. And so we don't have to feel so alone about trying to figure something out that maybe somebody else has already figured out, right? Yeah, absolutely. And I mean, it's funny because I always say, you know, human factors methods is like our, our toolkit, right? And you can take that between different places, but you've got your standard toolkit. And I feel like with a forum like this, this may be a great opportunity to advance that toolkit, to find innovations or unique ways of, of tackling or approaching a particular problem. Yeah. And I mean, that's our tagline, right? That's interview X research tagline, right? Innovation starts with the human factor, right? Yeah. Like we got to think more about the humans, not just the humans we're developing for, but the humans are actually developing it, right? Like how do you work best? How do we exchange our information amongst each other, right? Like that's where we're going to excel. That's where we're supposed to grow, right? We are supposed to grow. Yes, there are fundamentals in our in, in, in outer science, of course, right? Every science is built on certain principles. And of course, we are applied psychology, right? So yes, we have our fun, you know, our, our, our basics, right? Like you say, the base of the toolkit. But at the end of the day, the mindset of having like just that set, just that toolkit is outdated. We need to expand. We need to talk to each other about what has worked for you. And her, whether it is as simple as how do you measure the volume of fluid that comes out of an injectable to ensure the dose was delivered, right? Uh, like, that's a question I've received before, right? I don't need to reinvent that. I know somebody else has already figured that out. Fine. But in, in the past or right now, like, Where's the forum to pose that question? Right. Right. Yeah. And where is it? Like, can I just pose that on LinkedIn or some LinkedIn group? Wang Han. That may feel a little too anonymous. Yeah. And in our community, we're not so anonymous because we do have the very small community. So, and we have a platform like this. That's what we're making. That's awesome. So, in terms of the podcast, you mentioned, um, not necessarily relying on this interviewee kind of style, but more a forum. So um, if people were interested in, you know, maybe being involved in a particular topic, what would you recommend? How can they reach out? So they can email us. So they can go to our website. It's safeeffectivepodcast.com. And they can uh, check it out. Their information or trailer is on there. They can also come to HFUX Research and they can uh, connect with me personally. And uh, in the future, we're hoping to have a contact form on the Safe Effective Podcast website. So you can submit your questions and your ideas. And uh, if you want to be on the show, you can just find me on LinkedIn, Hayden Mirzad, and just DM me and we can talk about it. So. What I'm kind of looking for is for people to bring topics to us, uh, topics that are absolutely burning a hole in their brain, bring them to us. Let's see what we can do with the topic and maybe we can build, you know, a hot topic circle around it, right? That's what I want to have the hot topics for the round table, right? Um, so that's kind of how we're hoping to approach it. Um, I think the interview style, I don't want to completely dismiss it, but I think it's going to be more of a like conversational style, right? So we're going to bring a topic and we're going to talk about the topic and we're going to try to address it. 
And that's where I'm talking about the engagement of the listeners, because that's where I want to talk about the questions that they have, right? It's going to, we're not going to focus on just one question. We're going to focus on the questions that came in around the topic, right? So we can have a real open and in-depth conversation about it, right? So that's kind of what I'm hoping for with that, you know? And then regulatory roundup, I mean, then that's going to be a very straightforward kind of thing. We talk about regulatory stuff, right? And hopefully someday we get to have the actual experts, government agencies, you know, we can interview them a little bit about certain topics, but that's kind of what the vision is. That's fantastic. So when can people expect this to... So Nick and I are still crossing our fingers that we will have the first episode out in April. Okay. And that's what we're aiming for. And right now we have two hot topics a night. Uh, one of them is um, use-related risk analysis. And it's fantastic. And the other one is the guidance that came out in December. So those two are pretty hot topics. I've heard a lot around it. I've been approached about both of them a lot. Okay. And um, so we're hoping to get some great guests on there to talk about those two topics. And I have some wonderful ladies already in mind, and I'm working on them. And um, as soon as they say yes, we're going to go. That's awesome. Well, you know, as a fellow consultant, but on the opposite side of the country as you, I can second that those are hot topics. So I think those will be pretty exciting um, episodes to come out to the community. Look forward to it. And uh, like I said, it, it, we're going to announce it and you're not going to miss it. <laughs> you're going to know when we go live. That's for sure. We'll make sure. Excellent. Um, well, Thank you so much for coming on this and, uh, you know, just sharing a little bit, giving the listeners a sneak preview of what can be expected, especially for those who are more interested in healthcare and human factors, because there is certainly a lot there. Yet all. It's going to be exciting. Um, before we wrap up, I'm sure, as you know, from being on the podcast before, we always end with, it depends. So I'll do a... For safe and effective, it's going to be be safe and effective. Be, oh, I like that. Do you want to end it with that? Okay. So um, I'll count down to three and then we'll say be safe and effective. So one, two, three. Be safe and effective. Are you tired of boring lectures and textbooks on human factors and UX? Well, grab your headphones and get ready for a wild ride with the Human Factors Minute podcast. Each minute is like a mini crash course packed with valuable insights and information on various organizations, conferences, usability methods, theories, models, certifications, tools, and much more. We'll take you on a journey through the fascinating world of human factors, from the ancient history to the latest trends and developments. Listen in as we explore the field and discover new ways to enhance the user experience. From the think aloud protocol to the critical incident technique, focus groups, iterative design, we'll make sure that you're the smartest person in the room. Tune in on the 10th, the 20th, and the last day of every month for a new and interesting tidbit related to human factors. Don't miss out on the Human Factors Minute podcast, your ultimate source for all things human factors. Human Factors Cast brings you the best in human factors news, interviews, conference coverage, and overall fun conversations into each and every episode we produce. But we can't do it without you. The Human Factors Cast Network is 100% listener supported. All the funds that go into running the show come from our listeners. 
Our patrons are our priority, and we want to ensure we're giving back to you for supporting us. Pledges start at just $1 per month and include rewards like access to our monthly Q&As with the hosts, personalized professional reviews, and access to the full library of Human Factors Minute, a weekly podcast where the hosts break down unique, obscure, and interesting Human Factors topics in just one minute. Patreon rewards are always evolving, so stop by patreon.com slash humanfactorscast to see what support level may be right for you. Thank you, and remember, it depends.